Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. I am here with a friend and a guest who's been here before, John Armstrong, a friend of mine from the Cleveland comedy scene. Uh, Steve was not able to record this week. I'm sure he's having more fun than I am, but I would be having... I'm sorry, now I fucked that up. I was going to say, like, but now I'm having more fun because John's here. Because, John, it's good to see you, brother. I don't see you near me as much. I've been traveling a ton. How you doing? I am extremely well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So, just to throw some background, John's a friend of mine from the uh, Cleveland comedy scene. He hosts a show every Thursday at Hatfields, and you got a new show. Uh, so every Thursday night at seven PM at Hatfields in um, Cam's Corner, John is the host there. You got a new show. You yeah, to- we're doing uh, me and Dave Flint, another comic here in uh, Cleveland. We're doing a uh, showcase that's going to be at uh, Crowbar, which is the old Croatian tavern. Uh, a friend of mine, Jared, shout out to him. He bought that. Uh, it's over on St. Clair on the east side, just on 32nd, so right past Slimans. So we, we kept saying we wanted something on the east side because for like, sure. for Cleveland to be such a multicultural city and a, and a majority black city, we don't have a lot of east side comedy going on. You know what I mean? So we kept saying that. And, uh, and, and even devoid of that, just east side period. You know what I sure. mean? It ain't too much going on there. So it's uh, just close enough to downtown to where, like, even West Siders, you can come out and not feel like you got to travel too far. We're off for 77, so people coming from Akron can come up. So, yeah. Well, well, and well, it's well, a later it? show, too. We're doing 10 to 12 oh. on Thursday. The first one here is going to be this coming Thursday on uh, August 4th. All right. I will be out of town, but I will check that show out if I can. And, uh, I really appreciate you. I mean, you've hosted uh, the Hatfield show for I don't know how long, but I've been there yeah. since the start. It's, it's been I think a lot we're of fun. At least a couple years in at this point. It feels like it. Yeah. It was pre. You know what? It was pre-COVID. Yeah. And it was through COVID. All right. Now we're just doing memory lane shit, brother. We have we we hopefully have people listening to us that don't give a fuck about you and I reminiscing. Um, how much of the January sixth stuff have you been watching? Oh, I do. Uh, I do my updates at the end of the night. But I can't sit through, like, all the minutia of it just because, I mean, all right, let's get into it. Like, Do it. No. So, like, Do uh, not hold back. You know so where you like, are. So, like, my blackness runneth the fuck over watching shit like that because it's, it's, a, it's a clear crime caught on camera that millions of people saw, and we have to do this pageantry and... And Trump still probably, I mean, maybe they might charge him, but I don't, I don't see him going to jail. I see this shit just dragging out, and I see it being procedural so they can get shit just on the record and maybe just try to, you in know, their eyes, prevent this from happening. But in my eyes, it's like just one of the biggest problems I have with shit that goes on in this country is just fucking uphold the law. We do have some fucked up laws, and we should tax the rich more. But if we actually just went by the tax laws we have now and collected like all that tax money that's offshore and stuff, yeah, yeah, we'd actually be way better off. 
Uh, people keep saying expanding the Supreme Court after that shit that happened with Roe versus Wade and all that. If we actually just went by the rules and was like, well, you perjured yourself when you said you wouldn't go against Roe versus Wade, so this doesn't matter. <laughs> right. If we if we went by the laws, we could actually circumvent a lot of this bullshit that we're going through. You know what I mean? I, I hear what you're saying. Um, I'm not going to argue with much of it. Oh, I'm not like pushing back against you. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> speaking into the ether, man. All good. I'm just all talking, good. man. No, no, but it, it to me what's all right, so I have um you know, a different perspective, different life experience being a I'm a 51-year-old white guy, cisgender white guy with a shaved head. So, people assume things about me when they see me. Well, fuck and, people this time. Well, no, say. but but it's funny because they'll say shit to me and I'm like, "Yeah, you thought I was on board with this." And the January 6th thing to me is a fascinating um, expose of people who are just so determined to not be challenged with their beliefs. They will bury their head in the sand to the point where they don't even acknowledge it exists. Cognitive dissonance dissonance is America's love language, man. But but It's It's the only thing that makes this whole thing work is not acknowledging how it works. Not acknowledging that our very system is built for there to be success, you have to be stepping on something else. And I and I'm not saying that like cynically or like and I don't think people who are in power even wake up thinking that they hey, let's go shit on some people. So that that's no, the other that, right. that's the other thing. Like uh like if you really want to get into this, everybody if you're in that position that they're in, they can justify it. Like, you know, we're just... Sure. I just happen to be in this industry and why punish me for being a successful person who's learned how to do this better than anyone in history. I get how somebody could have that mentality if you're one of those captains of industry. But at the same time, like, pulling back from that, a lot of these systems that we have that these handful of people control are what's just literally making life go down the toilet for everything on this planet except for those extraordinarily rich people who don't expect it yeah fucking frogs in the water man they can't feel it because it's like slowly turning up well you know you know we're gonna go down a path that um could be weird but i'm a big proponent of the whole idea that if we don't the, the the wealth distribution in this country in this world in general but in this country in particular is insane and I'm not trying to sound like a douche when I say what I'm saying. I'm very comfortable. I'm, you know, I have no reason to complain. But if you look at the top one percent and the top one percent of the one percent, they live insanely, and they do it on the backs of everyone below them. Oh yeah, it's 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 it, it's literally Mount Olympus, man. Like it, it is. It's it's, it's, it's and, and, and I think the other thing is like people, even like poor people and so class middle class people who cape for that shit i think they don't even understand the numbers it's like hitler numbers you know what i mean it's like it's the way like if you kill one or two or 20 people like you're a monster but when you get into like like hitler type people who kill millions your brain really can't quantify that and that happens with money like with billions like you know what i mean i don't think that anybody again like tries to be evil or none like that but the way the system is set up, exploitation is built into the model. So if you have a billion dollars, I mean, good for you. You are smart and you learn. And, and I'm not saying that you didn't 
like learn how to game the system, but that shit is built on exploitation. Nobody earns a billion, a billion dollars. It well, just so much that just does not happen. Down. You ever listen to Jesse? Not Ventura? even just inheritance. Even like the shit with Elon Musk with the amount of government subsidies you get. Right. You know what I mean. And again, I mean, I get that that's part of the business model, and I'm not trying to take that away from him. But just as people, it, it's it literally gets down to that thing where people say work smarter, not harder. Right. Because working hard does not in any way equivocate to financial, financial gain. gain. Yeah. John, I work in pharmaceutical manufacturing, and there are people who work around, you know, that make ma- manufacture the products. That I'm helping them make sure they're safe, whatever. They're wearing Tyvek jumpsuits and goggles and 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 beard masks and face masks and all this shit. And they are literally on their feet for four hours at a time. They get a bathroom break, back in for four hours. It, and I've I've been in those shoes, but not day in, day out forever. Yeah. And when people talk about how hard they work in my environment, I'm like, shut the fuck. I, I never say shut the fuck up because I'm part of that hypocrisy. Man, have but, you ever done landscaping? I remember doing serious. landscaping and like uh, I've done construction and I've worked and in just shoveling mulch alone. Anybody like listeners that are out there, if you've ever done landscaping, like when you shovel mulch, you don't even realize. I didn't even realize until uh, a couple of days in, like after work, you would like blow your nose and all this black shit yeah, comes yeah, out, sure. and all and you're it's just from breathing that shit in sure. all fucking day, like. And, and and again, I'm not saying the man fucking landscapers should be billionaires. I'm I'm not I'm not playing the let's reverse capitalism. I'm just saying the whole thing is bullshit. You know what I mean? Now I I get you know having a certain skill set and you know just sure. supply and demand and shit like that. I do understand that, but you do come to a certain point of wealth where it's excess and it's literally hoarding and it's gross. You know what I mean? We just don't look at it like that. Because this is uh, kind of uh, the system we have. But I've heard people say, compare it to a hoarder's. You know what I mean? When you go in a hoarder's house and you just see these stacks of shit. Like, this isn't normal. Like, at a certain point, this is kind of gross and psychotic. (laughs) Just just to hoard this much shit that in your mind you think you need. But in, in no sense do you need. At all. And you're talking now translating that to of money. Yes, about wealth. And and to the government's fault of this, because, again, I I don't want to totally get on them. I'm not caping for billionaires at all, but they're just playing their hand. Of course, if I'm successful, why should I be the the Gandhi of billionaires? (laughs) I do do get that. But to the uh, government's fault, like, we should enforce antitrust laws. That's another thing. If we would just enforce laws, we have antitrust... And I trust laws on the books. Like, you could easily break up a fucking Amazon. You could easily break up a Disney. You can't You can't have this much of the market. You know what I mean? Congratulations for being this successful. Right. But at a certain point, the gravity of your success keeps people even from even being able to get into the market. That's why we have sure. antitrust laws. You can be successful, but you can't be so successful that you suck the oxygen out of the room for other people to be able to come on and have at least their corner of it. Not even to compete right. with you, but at least to be able to be uh, a sustainable company. No, I, I would say that to compete. To say, it's it's my job as the upstart to try to make a product that competes with yours. 
if it doesn't, then I lose. Exactly. Fine, I get it. Yeah. But just because you have this big chunk of the pie shouldn't mean yeah, you that, can't face... And that's, that's innovation, that certain, right? Yeah, because at a certain point when you have... It, it, everything is just... Um, I don't know. It's like in perpetuity. It just, it just, it, it just, the monster right, feeds right. itself because once you own so much of it, I mean, so, you can't pierce that bubble. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, I would use oil and natural gas as an example. Like, oh, they are clearly yeah. not. They are clearly not the energy sources we should be relying so heavily on. But the people who, as far as the infrastructure, <laughs> the people who do it. The the the, I mean, the pipeline up. to get it it's it's this there and and I mean you pull stuff out of the ground that burns hot when you light it on fire therefore it's great well in 1880 yeah I get you we should have evolved from this 40 years ago well, I think we've talked about this like my my take on this thing with fossil fuels the 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 main thing the elephant in the room is that. The uh, we are the on lobby. A, we're on a fiat system. Our money isn't worth anything, and the only thing that props up the U.S. dollar is the petrodollar. You know what I mean? Our money and, and is, our military might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our military might, but our money is traded in oil. So that, that right. So that's that's the and I think that really is why we are so beholden to fossil fuels because I don't think certain people in the government are stupid. I don't think they're stupid. But they just know, like, if we get off of fossil fuels, like, our money means nothing. And, and, we, ha- and we would have to get out of this print game we do. We're, we're literally the only country that prints money. And it's illegal, and it's shitty, and money already doesn't exist. You know what I mean? But everybody looks at us like, go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Well, because we, we, contro- we control all of that shit, and the Fed really does, not even us, which you know the Fed, there's nothing federal about I, I it. That, it's yes. a fucking private company, so it's all bullshit, you know what I mean? They said that the, the, the uh, Federal Reserve has as much to do with the American government as Federal, federal Express. Express yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, I, I, I do want to close out one other thing about uh, January 6th. Oh, oh. <laughs> so we went I all over the place. Tangent, yeah, we, did, we did. There sorry, may or may not have been some cannabis involved in our pre-show discussion, so we won't go there. I don't know. What, and anyway, um, uh, Josh Hawley, uh, senator from Missouri. Yeah. Total douchebag in my book, and and, and I'm probably going to be kinder to him than you will. No, you know, you never know. Oh, let's hear you go on Josh Hawley. Um, no. I think he's a complete douchebag. He's a blow-dried. I'm a America, blah blah blah. Look at you know whiteness and blah. He's that guy, and he gave a fist pump to the pre-riot crowd on January sixth, and then he gets caught on camera running like a little bitch because they were coming to the doors, and suddenly he wasn't sure that the folks he was stirring that. up. Yeah, I saw and, that. And you know, at his age, you should run better than that. First of all, I mean, I'm fifty one. I don't. Don't have the giddy up I used to have. Well, in his defense, I mean that's the fight or flight lo- kicking in. Like, you, too. Yeah, you can't judge how you're about to run when when somebody's literally storming your job. Has anyone ever stormed your job? I, I, I can can say, you I, imagine I, a mother, bunch of motherfuckers coming into your job? You, yeah, you, you'd probably be. You know, yeah, I, I, we'd well, all be again, doing the I, Captain Jack Sparrow fucking <laughs> prancing out of there like, what the fuck is going on right now? I have never had to fear my job being stormed. You are correct on that. Yeah. But anyway, so I, I do want to talk about how the media handled this because, frankly, I think they were kind of shitty. The CNNs and the MSNBCs and what took way? it. Because they were, 
Because <laughs> they were doing what I'm doing right now. I'm laughing my ass off at what oh, a bitch he looked the, like. The, the but they're supposed, but they're supposed to be more classy than me. <laughs> no, well, every everything, every news thing at this point has a a great deal of an editorial type sense to it. There's a lot of like opinion in there. And even objectively speaking, I know like the problem I have like okay, I'm a lefty. The problem I have a million problems with right leaning. You've got thought, 99 problems. But it's more than 99. But like uh one of the problems is like uh, this shit of trying to they get mad when they say, oh, you're making this political, you're making this political, and why are you making this political? And it's like, no, we're not making this political, but we're just calling you out for what you're doing. You know what I mean? Sure. It's a big hypocrisy for you to be on this MAGA shit and to instigate this, but when they're coming into the very place that you are, you recognize the, uh, you know, the insecurity that you have and how you could actually be a victim of this shitstorm that you started, but... When you don't succumb to it, and you are still on the side of those people, you later have to defend them, which is what he's doing. My problem with this whole Josh Hawley thing is, well, not even a problem, but, like, I just, again, I'm a lefty, but I hate, like, how certain people on the left, and I'm, I'm this is more liberal media, is, like, I've seen how people try to... Uh, caption that and make it into memes and how oh, Josh Hawley right. like, 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 like who gives a fuck man like like we we have so many bigger issues to deal with like like the people who you are pandering to you're already preaching to the choir so we already see it and then the people on the right they that's not going to move them one of my one of my problems with people on the left certain people's basically like these like milk toast liberal types they think that you can shame people on the right or if we just have the right story and frame it the right way, they'll get it. Like you're not gonna show that to Josh Hawley or his followers, right. and they and they can see it and say, "Oh, this dude is—he really is a hypocrite." And look at him running. You know what I mean? So I, the, I, the I old, hate the how old, they the got behind. So that's why I don't even get behind that story. It's just very bullshit. You know? I hear what you're saying. There is one exception. What's that? Madison Cawthorn. Madison Cawthorn, the uh, representative from North Carolina, who was. Anti-gay, anti-this, anti-that, and then they had videos of him coming out where he's like, he 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 got injured in a car accident, and he can't he's in a wheelchair, and they have a video of him literally. We talked about this. Well, Steve and I talked about this. He like is getting into bed with his male caretaker, and dry humping the guy, and I said, you can't be Mr. Homophobe. North Carolina. Well, that happens that. all the time. I mean, Mike thinks is gay. You know what I mean? Like I, that. That happens. You've heard all me do jokes about that. Yeah, that happens all. This. Did you hear about the one guy? He voted against the Defense of Marriage Act, but he went to his son's game. Gay I wedding. didn't hear about that. I forget the details, but I did hear about yeah, it. Yeah, like, like, like they're they're ripe with that shit. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Hypocr- gay. hypocrisy. When you don't hold yourself accountable to hypocrisy, life must be beautiful. I, I, I unfortunately I I'll They admit, all told the line and I'll give them that, but at the same time, I mean like that lack of integrity is which I which I get it. They probably believe they have integrity within their right. core. They're doing of they're doing people, the right thing in the grand scheme but and, and, and shitting on intellectual honesty all along the way. Yeah, but but just like go, going about it that way, it's kinda like when you're in a relationship 
and if you argue in a certain way that's so toxic that there's no there's no way coming back from that. So you could be right, but if you're like, yeah, bitch, fuck you with that, and then you slapping her or doing, you know what I mean? If you're like, there's a certain point that you cross to where it's like, even if you had any amount of righteousness behind the argument you have, you stepped over a line. Yeah, can't yeah, be, right, like, right. Slapping bitches not normal. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like you poison the water so much. Like we can't fucking come back from this shit. And I mean, eventually we can because as humans, we all have to go past conflict, but we. We have to acknowledge it. We ain't gonna just like roll past it. You know what though, John? I think it's part of the problem is that no one wants to acknowledge, especially white people, don't want to acknowledge like, okay, there was some real bad shit in the past, and there's the perception of, well, I didn't do it. I didn't have slaves. Yeah. I didn't like. Well, great, but that happened, and to pretend it didn't lays a groundwork for just. But not to, trust me, not to cap for white people because I'm not trying to do that in any way. But it's just, we just have to learn how to engage each other. Because as a man, when I hear women coming at men, a lot of times you can be part of a power structure. I mean, I'm black, but I am a man. So women come at men like, you know, men did this and men did that. And sometimes you just naturally and instinctively instinctively become defensive sure. you know what i mean so i think that's a lot of what white people go through when it comes to racism sure. just naturally and instinctively they get defensive but and it sucks that you got to break shit down for people like that but you kind of do if you want them to realize that i think one of the things that helps too because i mean some people just won't be spoon fed anything that's why I, lo- I love doing comedy because one of the things that really gets across to people who don't necessarily think like you do is art. So if sure. you could, if you could have a good joke, if you could have a good song, there's so that's why there's so many white people conservatives that love so much black culture <laughs> because like if you can convey a human emotion, then that that supersedes all political sure. type shit and even racial type shit. It's racists that love black culture and music and just comedy and just all types of shit. You know what I mean? I've said for a long time that comedy is the last bastion of truth and free speech. Because yeah. all, all the... First of all, the use of can, the term cancel culture has become numb to me. It's like, it's a, it's a bullshit argument. You're either good enough to stay in the public eye or not. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of... Yeah, because I, I get what people are alluding to, but I'm kind of sick of people talking about that like like i mean people get i i get what you say in the cancel thing but you're just for i think the internet is new and what we're dealing with with interacting on the internet is new and people don't realize with the algorithm and other things that this uh, everything's get inflated to be this big thing that feels like this this wave in the zeitgeist when it's just like ten thousand people over this internet thing well, I, I hear what you're saying, and that's the way the world has changed so much. I, I want to actually get back to talking about January 6th for a second. Okay, though. I'm sorry. No, you're fine, John. It's I cool. keep coloring but, up. No, 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 you're, 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 you're going to. This is Nimi Whitey. You ain't going to tell me what to talk about. Um, so we talked about Josh Hawley. Uh, we didn't talk about Matt Gates. And Matt Gates, we talked about Mike Pence a little bit through some jabs. So a Matt Gates took some shots at Mike Pence, and a staffer from Mike Pence basically said Mike Pence may or may not run for president, but they don't really care what Matt Gates thinks. He may well be in jail by then. 
and that's been a story that's been lingering out there. And 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 on this show, we talked about it when it first broke, and we said we're not talking about it until it has traction again. And I don't think it does yet. But the fact that hardcore Republicans are saying this shit's out there, it's one of two things. It's either a jab, like shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> you were well, driving. you are starting to see in in uh, the Republican circle. Uh, a certain amount of people who want to cut off, uh, if you will, the bad limb of the Gates and even the Trump. Like a lot of people Absolutely. are coalescing around DeSantis, and I think actually he might, he's a, he probably is going to win, honestly, because uh, Democrats don't have anybody. Democrats, over 75%, don't even want Biden. I'm one of them. You know what uh, I mean? All right. I, no I, one I, wants I, fucking I voted Biden. For Bi- all right. I will say this Biden, who, by the way, tested positive again. He's back in isolation for coronavirus. Really? Yes, today he tested positive. Oh my god. Yes. But 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 all right. Part of that is That's good hey, news it, for COVID it, it, though. This fucking it, the crypt keeper got it two times in a row and he's it, living, so yeah. like vaccines work. But Well, um, not just that, but the the virus has replicated itself to the point to where like it's not as deadly as it was, you right. know? Well, people have I, been I a, would say those are one of the same. The vaccines keep the yeah. virus from being as deadly. I took us it. off gear. Two comics in a room. One leaves. Um, what the fuck are we talking about now? Um, shit. Oh, Matt Gates. So Matt Gates is getting busted up for um, basically being the douchebag that he is, and they're saying that. Well, they got they got him uh, going over state lines. And so with, that's with, how with he, got yeah, that's how he got the one charge. Yeah, that's how he got the one But. Yeah. Um, we were also talking about Mike Pence and the Democrats not having anyone who, who could run. It can't be Biden again. I completely agree with that. I, you know what? It can't be Biden. I don't think it can be Harris either. I think no. she has not looked good at all. She's been hiding in the background because she don't want to get none of this shit. And what they're trying to push now is Pete Buttigieg, which I can't stand him because he's what? phony too. He's a fucking piece of shit, man. All like right. that dude is... He, he is a corporate fucking... Did, did you watch me flick that... <laughs> Flick that match into the gasoline and let it go. Sorry. He's yeah. a, I, I just can't stand him. He's clearly bought off, and, and the establishment is behind them, and they're trying to... He, he's so fucking phony, and I know they're all phony, but, like, we can do better than Pete Buttigieg. And that's the other thing, too. Like, that whole, like, uh, uh, trying to appeal to gay people on LGBTQ type shit, like... I, I'm not gay, so I can't speak to that, but I can tell you as another marginalized person as being black, like, I guarantee you, like, a lot of gay people don't drink the Kool-Aid on that shit. Like, yeah, we're not going to shit on one of our own, but we're not falling for this, hey, just because here's, he is a, mas- that, here's right. a mascot, so so we give a fuck about you type shit. You know what I mean? No, I understand. The Democrats that- really need to get past that shit. I mean, I don't like saying the term because it, it's, it's very, like, just whatever. But the identity politics, like, they need to get past that. Now, I don't like saying that term because a lot of times there are things that I think should be done for black people or gay people or other marginalized people. And then people throw that in with being identity politics. But I just mean that term in a sense to where when you more so use tokenism, like, here, sure. he, he, here's this guy's black. You should yeah, vote for yeah. him. I mean, look, Herschel Walker in Georgia is a perfect yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have you followed any of that? Oh my god, I, I can only watch that in in segments because it's it's not even infuriating. It's sad. Like some, he doesn't have any friends. Somebody sit him down, like for real. 
Sit down, dude. Now, you're younger. You're about 10 years younger than me. Um, to the day, because we have the same birthday. Yeah. Uh, but, so, I remember Herschel Walker in college. I remember Herschel Walker as a pro. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. One of the most freakishly athletic humans ever to exist. I mean, that guy was a physical freak. But, he, uh, doesn't, that doesn't make him necessarily qualified to be a senator. And he is proving he's completely inept. Now, as a Democrat, I love this because I think he could lose as a Republican running in Georgia really easily. And kind of what you were saying before is, you know, there's, there's going to be the Republicans out there saying, hey, we got a black guy. You Democrats can't vote against a black guy. Well, when he's spewing the nonsense that Herschel Walker's spewing, yeah, you yeah, can. he he's he's uh, he's well like who who is the dude with the surgeon, black guy? Oh, uh, Ben Carson. Ben Carson, yeah, he's like he's beyond that. Oh my God, he's beyond that. But 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 that's another example of the you know I'm smart in one way, but I'm a total idiot in another. But like, and I don't even like piling on because he clearly has CT. CTE. CTE and like, and something else going on. You know what I mean? And I've even, have you seen his son? I have a little his bit. His son like posts these things and his son is clearly gay. I mean, I'm he's, not. He's, no, he's out. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like being disparaging, but like he has his, he does his right leaning thing and this whole like, it just, I, I, I don't even like confronting that type of energy because it's not going to go anywhere. You know what I mean? I some but, people really believe what they're saying, and then other people just like just agitating people, and I don't even yeah, like no, to be in those that, type of arguments. That, that's that's become the the norm now. It yeah, is, it's not it, going it, anywhere. It's, it's, it's just this circular it's, it's, logic. It's, it's, shit. it's two sides. There's the the I I've said multiple times that on the right it's just trolling. It's let's own the libs. Let's piss off the libs. Let's make them upset. And the flip side, the left, when you look at the uh, Stephen Colbert's and the you know um, Jimmy Kimmel's, and they want to do the whole "I'm smart, look how dumb these people are." I'm like, yeah, it, your audience eats that shit up, but it's not helping. Yeah, yeah. And then and then, you know, I I get... I had to come to grips with that too because like it because those, I mean, for better or for worse, a lot of those people on the right who do believe certain things. Now, I, I believe there's layers of people. I believe there's certain people who don't believe that, but they just told the line. They're not stupid. But I believe there's other people who also who are drinking the Kool-Aid of January 6th was Antifa and climate right. change doesn't exist. But, and, but John, and, and Trump didn't win. Now, there's legitimately like people who are kind of, you know... And they just can't admit I was wrong. Right. People can't say the words, I was wrong about this. I'm wrong all the fucking time. Um, As a and, human, a lot, yeah. Most of us are. But it's, but it's, it's you know, I've got friends who are hardcore conservatives, and I'll ask them questions where there's a no-brainer answer, but it's not the answer they want to give. And they'll just say, yeah, you phrased that question well, so I'm not going to answer it. I'm like, so you're going to bury your head in the sand. You're going to totally ostrich on the truth. Their strength is their ability to just toe the line. That's what they do. One of the things, like, when I, I've had, like, conservative friends of mine, and, like, I'll challenge them with something, and I'll say, 
like a counterpoint. And the biggest concession that I'll get is like, oh, I didn't know that. Right. And then, and, 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 and then they'll also, move on and, from and, that. And truthfully, honestly, John, they're but, probably telling you the truth. It's, 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 not, oh, it's I, not justifiable ignorance, I'm but, is, but I'm it not, is, it's I'm not, legitimate. I'm not, I'm not saying they're not, but I'm just saying the thing about it is like, you might get that concession, but at the same time, they're still going to be in that corner. A lot, a lot of that thought comes from a certain, I mean, I'm not trying to be whatever, but fear. It, it, that, that's what conservative, conservatism is in a sense to where, like, you know, let's not be radical and constantly changing. Let's keep things kind of the way they right. are and let's be hesitant to always, like, uh, try to flip things over. You know what I mean? But there's a fear that comes out of that. Now, as a human being, I get why that's there. Because as human beings, we can't be constantly changing our minds about things because that would make our lives chaotic, you know what I mean? But at the same time, you do have to be manuable enough to be able to flip when you do see that there's a better way to do things or if the situation changes and it dictates that you do go another route. And conservatism bumps up against that type of thinking because it's more like let's not do anything. But that's why... You can have things that are pretty clear, like having universal health care. You go to any other organized first world country, country yep. and they all have an, uh, universal health care. And, uh, and most of them, well, not most, but in a lot of them, the conservative party was the one who spearheaded it because it's cheaper to do it that way. Like, and it's better to do it that way. But we have been doing it our way so long that it just feels more like an affront to a, to this whole system and the people that uphold it when we say we should switch it around. But it's like, if you are a true conservative fiscally, this doesn't make sense what we're doing right now. It just doesn't. Well, whatever percentage of what goes towards healthcare goes to administration. And it's a huge, it's like 37%. Yeah, it's a myth. But every, not everything, I'm being painted with a broad brush, but so many industries in this country are just middlemen. Yeah, if you cut out middlemen in this country, like like our our economy but, but, would collapse because right because we have a lot of people from, get from middle hedge, money from middlemen hedge fund mm-hmm. managers on down. Like there's just so many people whose job was manufactured to to somehow skim money off of money, and that's the you, you, uh, that's, you, that's their only you, job. You're not wrong, although I don't know if that's necessarily the problem because I think the problem is what we talked about earlier with the hoarding of wealth at the top. Because well yeah yeah but yeah that's the problem hoarding the wealth at the top but you shouldn't have a you shouldn't be able to have a certain type of job to get said wealth to hoard you get what I'm saying I know what you're saying I, and I agree with that 100 percent what I'm saying is that if one of the challenges in fixing our system and dude you're preaching to the choir <laughs> when it comes to fixing our healthcare system this is a drum I pound all the time and Steve and I have gotten pretty aggressive at each other because we are the only country in the Western world that does not have some form of national health care. It makes no sense. It, and if you look at... so the, com- Again, the, the com- fiscally, the it's cheaper the, to do it that way. Because people who are in a desperate situation have to go to the emergency room. And it I costs have, more money. It costs and, way and, more money. And if everybody's covered and everybody has preventative care, you won't face these later life challenges with so many people. 100%. You, you know how much 
diabetes and high blood pressure and cancer you can get around if people just could get screened every year? You no, know I, what I mean? I, I don't know the numbers, just but 100%. A, Just the simplicity of that. The amount of people who know their blood pressure is wrong just because they're, uh, you know, they, they found out they have gingivitis or some other dental thing that goes on, which is, you know, connected to right. heart disease. So, like, it's so much that we could get around, but the ideological... It's dogma it's, it's, that it's, comes it's a lobby. with the, having the to... A, it's a lobby. Yes, it's a lobby, but I'm saying the people who vote for these people, the dogmatic thought patterns that they have have to change. Yeah, there's a lobby for it, but there's not commercials for that. These people just subconsciously still uphold this system that does not benefit them. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And, and I mean... It, the whole concept of health insurance is crazy. I'm self-insured. Yeah. I'm a 51-year-old guy who doesn't smoke, and I don't have kids or, or uh, you know, a wife or whatever. So my situation isn't that bad. But essentially, I get covered for nothing. Everything is out of my pocket. And the idea that who I work for determines how I'm taking care of medically, to me, is insane. Yeah, but I mean, this is and, and and I I, I, went, I went through an injury. I got injured between jobs once and had to deal with whole cobra coverage and everything. And I got jacked around by the insurance industry. Ultimately, I came out fine. But as a thirty-one-year-old guy, I almost had to declare bankruptcy because a twenty-nine-year-old guy almost had to declare bankruptcy because they were trying to deny my cobra coverage. Because I, I had moved on to a new job. So they're like, well, yeah. we'll just fight this. We'll just fuck this guy. So I've been there. Um, we've totally jumped track. So there's two or three things I really want to talk to you about. One yeah, of them yeah. is, you know, one of the dynamics of the show is that I'm white and Steve is not and you are not. And uh, did you see the Iowa, I think I sent it to you, the Des Moines, Iowa. Um, oh, the Weather the Channel The Weather thing. Channel sign that said, what did it say? Welcome in words or no, something? It was, it was, can I say it? No. On the, on the show, okay. On our show, my rule is if I say it, I have to, I have to drink as, as, if I don't, if I say the term N-word, I mean, I mean, I mean you, you can say it's what our, you want. It, I'm it, not it, trying it, to police your language, right, right. but if anyway, you ask, if it, me, if it I mean, bothers you, I won't do it. Yeah. But anyway, it was, here's your weather N-words. Yeah. And the Weather Channel instantly denied it, but it was... All right, I I want to I want to throw the ball into your court. Like, if you're driving up or you, it was on TV. You're on TV. You see, here's the weather. So what? It. So what? what does does what it offend it? you? Does it annoy you? Does it piss you off? Does it make you think, what the fuck? What's what's your reaction? At this point, like shit like that, like it's all the thoughts. Of course, it's whatever you know, shitty and annoying, and but I wouldn't say necessarily makes you angry. No more than a woman with big tits gets angry when a guy, like, you know, cat calls her. It's, you get so used to it that it's not that you accept it, but you're not startled by it. You know what I mean? I think, honestly, I mean, it might have been something different. But honestly, I think it's either a former employee or, like, some low-level employee who got into the system and it was just a prank and they just did that. I, I'm not trying to diminish it. It's, it's fucked up. But no, but just through sheer capitalism alone, I'm sure, my, trust me, I'm sure most of these 
people, heads of industry, aren't fond of black people, but they are smart enough not to be like, hey, you know, the, the, the head you of Netflix or the head of fucking HBO, you know what I mean? They ain't going to be dropping M-bombs on people, you know what I mean? So, I don't, I don't, so it's, it, it just comes across as a, as Either somebody who hacked into the system, I, I think or, they said they were or, hacked, or, or a disgruntled employee. But either, but and again, not absolving them from anything. I don't think that makes them like a good company. But just in the, you know, just in, like we all go to work and we all have shitty people or stuff sure. that we want to say, but you ain't go do it. So I, I'm not letting them off the hook. But that's just that was just some shit that that's just kids. Somebody, somebody's playing around somewhere. So who cares? Right. I, I, I'm gonna be the bad guy because the way it came out, it was not aggressive. It was not angry. It was clearly trying to be funny. Now you can say, well, that word can't be funny. Okay, I'll. Again, white privilege. I'm not gonna argue that point. I will say that. Uh, I'm 100% sure that the Weather Channel did not authorize that on a corporate level. And one of my big things will always be context is everything. Because you can say certain words. You know, I can say, excuse me. Or, excuse me. And those are the same words, but one of them is aggressive and one of them is apologetic yeah now again racial slurs are a different thing and it's really easy for a, a white guy to say well this word should matter well okay fuck you it, it, it does shit that happened dropping around and bombs i'm not going to say it's not fair i'm a white guy and i can't say that anymore all right you never should have been able to say douche shut the fuck up but um but context is everything and this thing in des moines i think it was Someone trying to be funny, whether it was a black guy or a white guy or a black girl or a white girl, who, who the fuck knows? I don't know who did that. I just, <laughs> I just imagine what I'd be like if I was sitting in my living room. It was room. Des Moines, I promise you, they weren't black. I mean, if it, no, no, if it was, it was, it was displayed in Des Moines. Oh, first of all, Des Moines is actually a pretty diverse city. I have you been to Des Moines? No, but like... Either of I am lying right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm about to say, even if it's diverse, it's by, by somebody's standards who wouldn't be a minority there. But 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 I'm saying, if some, if it was somebody black, it's like Herschel Walker's fucking son. Right. Somebody black. It's, it's, and, and, it's and a very look, look, Candace Owens black person if it was somebody black who did it. And again, I'm not dogpiling on them, but at the same time, like, the... The fact that like like you can't like like it could have been anybody. All lives matter. It, it was somebody who was oh, racist okay. who I, did I just, it. I just, I just, I'm not oh trying. My God. To, I'm not trying. I to, just like, dropped my guard in a boxing match and I'm now on the ropes, just getting pummeled. Not, well done. Well done. No, good I'm for you. Not, I'm not trying to pummel. I, I'm no, not trying you, to pummel, I, but I'm hey, just saying. I, you, I I'm owning that. Yes, I, I, I I made of, a bad play and I'm now. As Bro, a, stop the fight, stop the fight. As a point of fact, this is one of the things that gets like, I guess, black people. Well, the person all, who said this was black, so all, therefore. All marginalized people, but like, when so, like, mm. like, every time when we bring shit up, and like, the counter argument is always, well, benefit of the doubt, and maybe a good. No, sometimes <laughs> it just is what it is. And that doesn't, I'm not indicting everybody on this. But goddamn, we can't we can't never acknowledge that the sky is and that 
goes to the core back to the January 6th shit of what's going on with that. Like, this dude clearly broke the fucking law. And, like, you can see that a million different ways. And the fact that we got to tiptoe around this and all this, this, this fucking white fragility and this, this fucking just... It's it's disgusting to fucking see. And I get how white people recoil when they feel like, oh, people are talking about racism again. But, I mean, maybe if we dealt with this fucking shit, it wouldn't be such a fucking problem. You know what I mean? I understand. And back to my original <laughs> argument that I said when we started this shit, one of my biggest pet peeves is let, let's just be consistent and go by the law. If we just went by the law, what this dude did was clearly racist. If, uh, uh, as far as like um, with the Weather Channel thing and just find out who it was. That's not an indictment of all fucking white people. No more than I don't get offended when somebody, when some woman gets raped. I'm not a rapist, so I don't give a fuck. But do, but do go after the men who do it. That's one of my big problems with that shit is when you call something out and the whole collective community has to fucking shudder like, they're coming after us. No, no, we're just... Coming after the actual perpetrator. All right, yeah. Let, All right. Let me bring it down. I'm sorry. Let me bring it down. I gotta bring it down. I'm sorry. This guy knows how to use a microphone. He's now, he's now using his professional skills sorry. to the next level. It's cool. No, John, it's cool. I, I'm enjoying the conversation. Um, I do want to talk about a couple other things, and we're going to run out of time fairly soon. Uh, one of them is uh, Brittany Griner. Um, but before we get to her, I want to talk about Jon Stewart. Because Jon Stewart is a person I have a lot of admiration for as a comic, as a personality. Oh, him and, trying to get benefits for all the veterans who have been that, poisoned and, and, that, and how the and Republicans yes, voted it, against that? Exactto-mundo. Exactamundo. Um, and, how, and how all their constituents are still going to vote for him again. And that's what I mean. White people, you don't have to be Democrats. You don't have to fucking step over. But when it comes to shit like this, because these people are the ones who love the military and, and who are all about God's guns and country, like, hold your representatives accountable. You don't have to, like, stray from them. But be like, yo, this shit ain't cool. My fucking uncle, my father, me are in the fucking military and we've done this for this country. We're not asking for handouts, but we're just asking to be taken care of for what we've fucking done. Period. Let, let, let me frame this. Just I know you know this, but maybe not everyone listening does. So there was a bill for funding for health care for veterans who were suffering from complications from burn pits. If you don't know what a burn pit is, it's basically wherever external latrines are people people piss and shit yeah. they light them on fire and just just shockingly lighting shit on fire and having those chemicals blow into people's faces is bad for you and um the bill that john stewart was railing about was to provide health care to people who suffered uh, the effects of this and it was passed overwhelmingly a couple months ago and then shit happened, things got changed, and now it got crushed. And Ted Cruz is a douche wagon who I will not apologize for calling a douche wagon. But he's one of the guys who said, well, the reason we voted against it now is now it's, now it's mandatory spending rather than discretionary spending, which is a disgusting political tap dance to say we don't want to actually have to spend the money on the things we voted for. Yeah. We'd like for it to be something we can work our way around or pull things out from something else 
And what the bill said, and even when it was voted on successfully, almost overwhelming, no, overwhelmingly, it was then mandatory spending, but now they're doing this tap dance because they can't let the libs have a win. And they're doing this to the direct impact of the health of veterans who are hurting horribly through yeah. cancer and other things. And so, anyway, John Stewart is right for, for, for riding this fight. He's right for calling them out as a, a comic who believes in the value of comedy in the public circle or public square, or whatever. Um, I admire the shit out of John Stewart for pushing this. Yeah, for sure. He's all he's he's been on the uh, like the first responders to nine eleven. He's he's championing yeah. for them for a while now. So he he's kind of been doing this fight for a minute, and it does suck that you have to raise your voice this loud for something that. That, I mean, clearly should be bipartisan. Like, there are certain bills that come up that I don't expect Republicans to vote for. And, I, and I mean, you can get mad, but you don't expect them to vote for it. This should be a no-brainer. Like, just the optics alone. It's, it doesn't sure. hurt you. We're, we're not, we're not, I mean, they, they will do anything as far as the Department of Defense and not care about the deficit when it regards to that. So... The the whatever crumbs in the couch that you're gonna do as far as the healthcare for these people who by the way are already I mean unfortunately dying yes so it ain't like you're gonna be dealing with this you know whatever and if you actually act like an insurance company and run the numbers then you would do a risk analysis and make sure a lot of people aren't exposed so you don't have to keep paying out these things you know what I mean you yep. that, that that's no, the, that, that's like, the neoliberal yeah. way of looking at it just finding a market solution to the fucking problem and they won't even fucking do that that's my problem with republicans in general is they're not even playing by a playbook everything is so goddamn emotional and visceral with them it's like god damn we get it dude it's winning the culture war rather than yeah. dealing with reality 100% um you're way farther left than i am and way farther left than Steve is, so this is fun for me to be like, I'm not the guy doing this. All right, on that note, we I'm need to, break, we, we need, we need to uh, bring up a couple things, or I, I feel the need to bring up a couple things. Brittany Griner is part of a prisoner exchange discussion right now. Mm. We've been talking about this. John, I don't know if you listen to our show weekly. I'm guessing you don't. Um, but we've talked about this as much as we can because it's an issue that we want to see resolved. Um, she's Brittany Griner's a, a, a really interesting person, and um, the way she got arrested was questionable. That's been a whole big debate. But the fact is, she did nothing of relevance illegally, and she's facing ten years in prison. And I can tell you that there, she had a couple of weed carts. Uh, this may shock everyone. Well, it's a proxy war. That's, that's it's 100%. pretty much what it is. Well, it, it's, a it's a political pawn. She's yeah. a political pawn. Yeah. And they, they wanted a piece of her. But anyway, the person they're talking about exchanging her for is a, an arms dealer who is, a, based on what, what Steve told me, um, the guy that Nicolas Cage portrayed in Lord of War, which is a, <laughs> very, which is a very underrated movie. Uh, oh, That's I a love great movie. that movie. That is a I great movie. I love that movie. I saw uh, that, yeah. Um, so that's the same guy, movie, and yeah. you know, and it's it's hard to say. Well, you'll give. There's there's actually another American involved with the potential swap, but the idea of that 
we'll give you back your basketball player if you give us a guy who deals arms while there's a hot war going on in Europe right now. Yeah, to, and, oh, by to the way, equivocate the two yes, exactly. alone is like, just very Griner can dunk yeah. on you, and these folks yeah. didn't sell you yeah, weapon but, but, systems. But, but she had a vape with THC. It's fucking... It is fucking... It is nuts. But unfortunately, it is... Uh, it's where we're at. I mean, you know what? At this point, I'm thinking to myself, what can this guy do? He's been in prison for decades. Is he still so connected that he can go to Sudan and negotiate the sale of AK forty seven? I mean, maybe, is, is he, like, maybe. Like, but but but, not, but even if he can, like, I mean, you don't you don't own a person's soul just because of what you think they might do. Charge them for what they did. Well, the thing is, they Russia wants them back. Yeah, yeah. And and I guarantee it's because he has familial slash political connections dating back to his days when he was successful doing what he was doing. And that's, I mean, again, the movie Lord of War is a great movie. Yeah, I love that and, movie. And there's that... So and, so where are we with the negotiation? It, do they want it, to do it? They, who knows? It involves trusting Russia. And trusting Russia is like trusting a dude to pull out. I mean... I mean, to be fair, I mean, they got to trust the United States and trusting the United States is like trusting the dude to pull out. We, we're not exactly good faith we're, actors we're not, either. We're not, and I'm not, I'm not we're, saying they're trying to shit on America, but like, I, I would get uh, both... I, in, being in either country, I wouldn't trust the other country. If I was in Russia right now, I'd be like, I don't trust the motherfuckers and being here, I don't trust Russians. And I get why both sides don't trust. I If I had a legitimate intelligent argument to push back with I would but I don't because you're right I'm not trying to no, be no, 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 you're not trying to be anything other than what you said is 100% honest and accurate I mean you know that that's a tough thing when, when um, Biden went to Saudi Arabia a couple weeks ago oh, and he God. talked and he, and, and, and he fist so, bumped that guy he's so bad dude he's so bad all right, this is a guy he's who knows so how pathetic, to use a microphone, he's and he so was like five pathetic. feet in the microphone when he said that. Well, I purposely did. And I, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, again, you know how to use a microphone. You're, you're a pro. He's um, so fucking pathetic, dude. All right, let's wrap up on a little bit of political talk, and then call it a day. We're, we're, he's we're going. so bad. <laughs> he's here's, here's, so here's bad. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. God damn it. You said earlier, and I voted for him. I did too, because the alternative was unacceptable. Uh, but in any event, he's so bad. <laughs> John, we're trying to finish on the strong. By the way, he's let me start so this. Let me start. Hold on, hold on. Let me start this. Hold on. Now, so no, no, this is going off the off the rails. And I'm fine with that. It's late. If you if you stuck around this long, thank you very much. We started this night with. I'm going to write a, a strongly worded a, letter to Exxon Mobil, and maybe <laughs> we'll get your gas under five dollars a gallon. You. He's so <laughs> bad. Anyway, let me. Oh, I'm, I'm painting a picture now. There was some cannabis consumed by both parties earlier. I broke out a bottle of Blanton's. Okay, you will link in I broke out a bottle of, uh, of of Blanton's, which is something I don't do often. I enjoyed it. It's, in my opinion, really really good, but not worth the hype. What's your thought on the Blanton's? It's pretty delicious, but yeah, I mean, it's a really good whiskey. Um, so that happens. Blanton's is a really good whiskey. I don't think that's how I sounded, but we'll go with that. I, I think so. <laughs> anyway, so some Blantons, some homebrew. I don't know how I felt with the homebrew. Um, but we've been drinking and imbibing in multiple ways. 
And I forget where the fuck we were going with this other thing. Multiple. Multiple, yeah. What does multiple mean? Okay. You're not you're not proving my point. What are Uh, we doing? You're proving my point. You're proving my point. Hi, I'm I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean that. <laughs> we're still going. I, I've totally derailed. Um, we're, we're still recording. Yes, we are still recording. It's this will get published. So it's uh, a hot mic. <laughs> there's, there, that's it's not you know, one of the things mic. I love about doing the, the show the way I do it is there's no editing. All we do is modulate the sound. Oh. So we say the stupid shit we say, and I'm going to say let's punt because I forget what the fuck we were even talking about. Well, we got down to what is this? Well, Lindsey Graham was not... Roger Stone or Lindsey Graham... Oh, Roger Stone. Fuck him. And then Lindsey Graham, uh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck him, but, but but he like it. We told you, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so fuck me. <laughs> All right. You know what? We're done. The We are at Whiskey Kind Chris on Instagram and Twitter. John Armstrong, thank you for coming in. I was fun. I don't know how this is going to play out, but whatever. Fuck it. People are here. Thank you if so you, much for having me. I had a great time. I did Jim, too. this is an amazing podcast. Uh, for the listeners, this is my second time being on here. I really enjoy uh, discussing politics and all jokes aside. I hope everybody gets something from this uh, conversation. Uh, I know we kind of kind of fizzled out towards the end, but a lot of these subjects that we're trying to like cover, I mean, it's really weird just in the... Uh, just in the zeitgeist of America now of like you'll wake up and oh by the way Roe versus Wade was just turned over and and uh, we didn't even pass voting rights and you know and we have yet to indict people who tried to do a coup on the government yeah. and there's just so much going on and it can feel overwhelming to some people so it just feels really good to be able to be on a medium where we could talk about some of these things because I know a lot of people either ignore it because it feels so overwhelming that it's like how do we even get our hands around this or you do engage with it but then it consumes you and then you kind of you know some people oscillate like like where like maybe this is true maybe that is true so it's just good to be able to engage in a civil way and kind of discuss what's going on without you know pulling our hair out and and succumbing to the crazy which is so yeah. and he's saying that to a bald guy all right john love you man he's Th- got hair Th- you thanks- guys just can't see it thanks for coming on we are at whiskey carpenters on instagram and twitter and we're done yeah.